I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, guys. Real-life Peter Griffin here. You know what really grinds my gears? Racism. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey, man. Yeah? The guy who feels everything he says is so important that he's got six podcasts to his name. And you're listening to Hey Fam, another podcast he's trying to get his elbow inside of, man. Spread his voice around like a virus. Bam, 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 Hey Fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levin. My name is Angus of Rock Dog Trusket. The big rock dog back in the building, the House of Rock, uh, a.k.a. the Sports Bar. Sports Bar, yeah, move over, Hard Rock. Three weeks in a row in the sports bar. It's crazy. I'm feeling... Ro- you know what? We went to that music festival and we just got uh, rock and roll in our veins. Just, i got to go to the home of live music and sport. I'm a real hound dog. We do that thing where we stop and try to listen to what song it is. Like, I heard who, a podcast recently and they were apologetic because they were um, recording in a bar. And I, I was just threw my phone out of the plane I was in. Were we to begin with? No, I don't think we were. I remember we recorded an episode with Lucy O'Brien from IGN. That was because she would only meet us in the middle. That's right. She thought Summer Hill was like hours away. Yeah, what a, what a, what a mistake she made. But you know what? <laughs> Accidentally, she also spurred on our eagerness to hit that uh, bar. And we're always sober. The, the funny thing is we're drunk, not when we're in the bar. That's true. All the drunk episodes have been in your, in your house. We bucked the trend. Yeah. And yeah, we, you're right. Every I'd love to do a drunk one at your house. Yeah, get sure. the kids drunk. <laughs> get the wife drunk. Just everyone's drunk. At my 33rd birthday this year, we had uh, good friends of the show, um, Alex Vitlin, James Hover. Yeah, uh, they were over at my place. Um, the just, titular fam. Absolutely, just <laughs> Part of smashing, the smashing tins all day. Yeah, they showed up just after I'd left, and I was there for like. A bunch of hours. Yeah, well, I, I always like go like I'm really ambitious with my birthday parties. I'll be like, okay, I'll get it, everyone to get there at midday, yeah, and then I'll prepare like three meals. It's crazy, so, like, yeah, th- like, eno- like a, enough to feed three it's three like meals to hundred people. What I imagine people. Thanksgiving would be like mixed with Cinco de Mayo because there's always a bit of a um yeah. a Mexican flavor. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to you walk, were riding like, on the Coco success. You were. Like, yeah, Pixar sued you for your remember 33rd. Me. <laughs> you like, remember my 33rd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like every every year, people leave earlier and earlier. And like I just have more and more food left at the end of my barbecue. That's so good for you though. No, not really. I've still got like, I've got kilos of frozen still raw chicken wings in my... Because well, they're yeah. brined and ready to smoke. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, the, the two people that, do, that, that, that stay until I tell them to leave. Vit and Hover. Vitlin and Hover. Um, and, uh, and they were doing a pub crawl before they came if I recall correctly yeah yeah we, I, uh, 
IIRC. We got a, a neighborhood, a friendly, not so much a complaint, just a, hey, maybe stop doing this now. Uh, because Did you? We, oh, like they came and knocked on the door. Because it was after midnight and we were screaming out the lyrics to Blink-182 songs. I would say, good sir, you leave immediately. Uh, you're on the terror alert list now. Anyone, yeah, any song, uh, any Blink-182 song being scra- screamed is fine in my book. Oh, good. I'll, I'll make sure I I wish I was that neighbor. I would have come along and said, boys, can you get a little louder, please? <laughs> Do something from the first album. I'm trying to stop my wife from having sex with me. (laughs) Please sing it louder (laughs) to repulse her or something. Um, And anyway, they um, they were like, okay, fine. Time to to leave. And um, Hover goes to what he thinks is the door to get out. It's actually my daughter's bedroom. Hell yeah. Who's been asleep for about four hours. That's sick. And he just like marched in there and then yells like, well, see you later. (laughs) (laughs) And then closed the door. She was asleep in in a pitch black, like, you know, one-year-old girl's yeah, bedroom. Yeah, some sensory overload right there. And then came out like and just couldn't even talk. He was he so came em- out. He came out of there like a minute. It's like one second later, and just couldn't even talk. Was so embarrassed, and then just like saw, saw where the actual door was, and just left without saying a word. It's and a just good like, exit. And then just ran out the door, and then they tried to get Kim continue their pub crawl, and got kicked out of I think three separate <laughs> pubs in Parramatta. So they didn't even get into one. It was no. just like you guys. That's sick. Real good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do that tomorrow night. I'm uh, catching up. For my uh, once every... Is it tri-monthly, would you call it? If it's once every three months? Uh, Or is that three times a month? Yeah, three... Triannual. Triannual? No, that's three times a year. That's kind of what that is, right? Every three months? No, four times. Quarterly. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm having my quarterly Kiko hang tomorrow night, (laughs) who is a friend of the show, (laughs) 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 who we mention sometimes. But uh, yeah, we, we don't talk... We don't get to hang out that much anymore. He's a school teacher. He's a school principal. Oh my God, What? I forgot you did tell me that. Yeah, That's yeah, insane. yeah. Um, so we're going to hang out tomorrow night. That's fun. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. I think we're meeting here. Last time you guys hung out, you went and saw like a pop punk band. That was one of the times, yeah. It was at the start of the year. What we pop punk band? We went up at the casino. Like, neither of us gambled. What band did you see though? It was like... Oh... Yeah, that's like right. Like less than zero or something like that? or would be like Newfound Glory. No, Newfound- he was at Newfound Glory. Oh, right. With his friends. Then he came to me afterwards. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't go to that. No, no, no. I didn't go to that. <laughs> um, I, I love the idea of you at a Newfound Glory oh, show. It was so good. Um, he, yeah, he saw it at the Metro. He and I have a funny story about the Metro. Oh, yeah? You know when like you're going through that era of like actually enjoying... And going to live music on a nightly basis. Yeah, like every every night of the week. I when I was a teenager, early every 20s. night. Actually, no, I was jaded by my early twenties. Yeah, so it kicks in it, like twenty three when you start working in the when industry. I, when I was when I was yeah a teenager and just like volunteering at the radio station, I like the the, the perks of volunteering there was a product. Well, I got on the door for every show I wanted. Yeah, and then it and stops so being I was like, special. Hell yeah. I went out every single night. And then it stops being special after a while, and it sucks because I'm like. There's a guy out there spending 150 bucks for tickets who's genuinely so excited. And sometimes if you work in an industry, you get that stuff for free and you go, I might stay in tonight and watch a thing I've already seen. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It, it sucks. I might, I might lie on my phone, lie on my bed and look at my phone for three hours. I might hours pretend to tonight. read a long read, but really I'm like <laughs> finding memes. Um, but we, we had that obligatory come and see our shit band at the Metro on a Saturday. So the Metro is uh, like, it's quite a large venue. It's like 1100 capacity in it's Sydney. Known as, it's, it's like a well-known venue for music, Sydney when bands When bands have made it, they yeah. play the Metro. And yeah, it's like, it's, it's an over 18s play. You know what I mean? It's like a clubby. It's like, it's like a, it's the same size if there's a New York listener. Uh, McDonald's on one side. You got a Japanese karaoke bar on the other. It's kind of teeny. It's, it's big, but small. Sure. It's still intimate. It's an intimate venue. Absolutely. 
Um, but then we, we had, people said the Enmore is intimate, and that's like 3,500. Oh, yeah, that's a lie. We had an obligatory come and see my band, and we really didn't want to. And the venue was so, uh, maybe, probably not though. No, I don't think they were. They're like a Blue Mountains band, like obligatory a Blue Mountains band in the mid noughties. Um, and this is a fun one if you ever want to get out of a commitment, and it's a small enough space. This is what I was saying the Metro is small enough that they could see us. Yep. We just had to show face, get out of there. And we got there a little too early. Um, so we had to see the whole set, which was the worst because it stopped us from doing whatever we were doing then, which is most possibly binge drinking because it's like, you know, we're toxic. And drinks are expensive at the Metro. Yeah, they're, they're expensive. You want to get out of there and drink at that shitty pub across the Star road. Star or Century yeah, Tavern. Star Bar, yeah, of course. You want to get out of there. You want a great Southern even. Just just some, some frosty boys. John Paul Young. John, yeah, the one at the corner that we yeah. used to go to before um, the Good God Trivia. Yeah. Uh, and then we... Um, we like came up with a great plan, and not neither of us smoke. We bought two huge cigars from a tobacconist, <laughs> just lit up in the middle of the metro. Um, and the security guards like, "What are you doing?" We're, like, no we're smoking smoking this cigar. <laughs> no, you're gonna have to go. And we like shrugged at the guys on stage, <laughs> and they're like, "You guys don't even smoke." And we're like, "I oh, will celebrate." We weren't, and that got us out of there. So if you want to get out of somewhere. Just uh, break a viral. That's a true story. Just light a cigar. <laughs> yeah, it cost us maybe 16 bucks, and that was better than having to endure. Uh, that band went on to become Gang of You. No, <laughs> as if that were a band. Then. But yeah, um, uh, if you don't want to endure something, look for um, anything uh, assigned nearby that says things, a list of things genuinely good. Gen- yeah, generally good venues, uh, licensed venues will have a series of things you can't do. Start, you know, that, use that as a checklist of things you've got to start doing and then you can get the hell out of there. Yeah, I've got a baptism coming up for my daughter. Great. Um, I'm just going to wait. Get, get, she'll get the water on her face. Yep. That'll just spark up. Yep, spark that shit up. Um, it's in a church, I take it? Yeah. What, 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 what do they hate? Uh, what, I, mean, what a church? I, I reckon cigars are a pretty good go-to. I don't know. It kind of ties in though with this baptism thing. I, I imagine... I don't uh, know if a stogie is like necessary. That's like when your kid's like, born. And I, it's kind of too good. You know, like when your kid's born. And you, Bring and in you a goat and start killing it. Like, oh. set, like no, the Catholic, Catholic Church are very okay with that. Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say touch a kid, but... <laughs> Kiss somebody your own age. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think you can't do much. You can get away with everything from what I've seen. I'll have a cigar in my back pocket just in case. Light up four. No, I, put one in your daughter's mouth. That'll end it. And then just she can get throat cancer. Ah, oh, only if she keeps doing it. <laughs> only if she only if she inhales. Yeah, only if you and knowing your kids, uh, they're going to inhale because they ain't little pussies, you know. <laughs> Angus on the show today. Wow, great intro. Sorry if you're Catholic. You're not. Uh, I, I'm, I'm technically we both are, right? No, I'm not. You nothing. I'm, I'm, no. You, are you just fucking nothing? I'm nothing, bro. <laughs> you're I'm, a spec. I'm, my parents hated. Uh, they, my mom took herself out of Catholic school when she was 16 started going to another school my dad did too they were like vehemently against the system their parents were like go to a cafe because it's what you did in the 60s um they, they were just them. lighting cigars left right and center they were the ones who taught me this trick that's how they met in the cigar shop line <laughs> um and no i just didn't go i've never been i've never been to church i've been, been to in, a wedding been in one uh what have you been in one no i start to like i start like my body starts burning <laughs> it's really weird no i I've, I've been to them like for a wedding a funeral thing but no, I've never been to a service and I've, I have no real... I, like on the census, I have no religion. I'm not being like an edgy atheist, but I just don't have one. So my grandparents are still alive. Extremely Catholic. Knock um, on wood, dude. Surprised that... Uh, it's surprising that my grandpa wasn't a priest. He yeah, did, wow. He was the next best thing. He had eight children. 
which is like you know the same thing. The act, of, uh, an act you do that for do that for God. Do you know who else Catholic, was starting yeah. to be a priest? Pretty, uh, Kevin Nico. Smith. Kevin Smith. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he was so deep in the Catholic game that uh, yeah, he was this. I think he was pretty close to becoming a priest. Well, my grandparents are still alive, and yep. uh, the Big only fan thing of Kevin Smith. the only thing that keeps them awake at night is that their only great grandchildren aren't baptized. Yours. Yet. Yep, they've got two great grandchildren. Archie got baptized quite early on because they got they got in my ear about making sure it got done. So tell me about baptism. I honestly don't know what it is. It's uh, this is a great episode. Uh, so no, you, it's great. I mean, I the, imagine the, a chunk so, of our audience. All right, so know. so I I went I set set foot in a church for the first time since Archie was baptized two and two and a bit years ago. You didn't um, smoke up. This Sunday just passed, um, and we had to present Matilda, my daughter, to the church. Wow. And so you hold her up, and she gets anointed with oil. Wow. Um, Did she so, hate it? Uh, she was like fine. She's like, she's, she's almost two. So yeah. she's way older than all the other kids getting baptized who are all like, you know, three months old. Maybe she would hate um, it more that she's older. Yeah, she definitely would. Um, yeah. But anyway, they, they did a sign of the cross uh, using special blessed oil. Um, and then so that they're, they're being welcomed into the church community. And then two weeks from now, I'm taking her back to the church, which actually is a church that I have a lot of history with because it's... Um, I went to Catholic primary school and Catholic high school, and this is the local church for both of them. Um, and in fact, the guy who normally a priest would be doing the baptism, but you don't have to be a priest to be a, um, to give baptisms. You have to you, you can be a deacon, and I prefer deacons because deacons are men of the cloth that also happen to be married with children. Yeah, right. So it, they're, they're the Al Bundys of the church. Exactly, <laughs> but like you know, they, they, don't have, they don't have to be married with children, but it means they can. One of so the priest pre- means straight up, straight up. You just not, like all you do is just team no fab. <laughs> <laughs> team no team no fat so yeah in, in a couple no, weeks time no fat November a deacon who uh, who went to the same high school as me um, yep. and, and now currently is the religious teacher at my oh, old wow. high school also the same high school that my dad went to and Mel Gibson Jesus and the biggest stringers kid from the, so uh, the 90s you, when, when do they go on their anti-Jew tirade at this school is that, is well, that, yeah, that, was that, that a special curriculum course basically uh, yeah basically baptism is when uh, math- Tilly, Tilly is going to be taught a bunch was, of anti-Semitic um, terms that was advanced mathematics it was a, um, it wasn't really 6 million it was it's like another it's another number they're like it wasn't actually 6 million when you break it down it was like 5 unit mathematics um, yeah and then you uh, what's your passion Angus is this a bit <laughs> Yeah, I haven't, I'm making up, I'm making up a thing, a class that happened at your school that I've never been to. Because, Andy, as we know, uh, Mel Gibson uh, went on an anti-Semite um, tirade. Many, um, many anti-Semites. Because his father's a Holocaust denier. He's, I yeah. think he's published he, like a He got expelled from it. my high school. Mel Gibson? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Or like told to leave. He, Are you kidding? No, that's true. Yeah. That's wild. Um, it's probably because of this, because he was like, six million, no way. It definitely was because of this class that you just made up. Um, Five unit mathematics. So a week from now, two weeks from now, my daughter will be uh, splashed with holy water. Wow. Um, they used to like dunk the whole baby, like like their head now, inside I've seen that in like, oh, the big pool of water. Now, they baptize in rivers. And but it's stuff. you know a little. It's it's more. Of, it's 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 it, it's about what it represents. And yeah. um and and so that means Which that you're now. Which is a giant man rubbing shit on your head. <laughs> you get, they're now blessed by the church. Essentially, it means that she's not. If she dies, she won't go to purgatory. She'll be allowed into heaven because she's been baptized. If you believe that. Which my grandparents do. And the one thing I don't want my grandparents to die doing... your kids are going to go to hell. Is, yeah, and also that I, like, you know, betrayed them or whatever. I don't don't care care about what's important. It's a gesture to your greater family. This morning, my grandma called and said that she can't make it. 
to the baptism, which, well, that's I'm, a, which I'm only doing <laughs> for them. <laughs> but well, wait, you're gonna actually that's a lie. I'm also doing it because the uh, public school that we fall in the catchment for in in uh, in my suburb, um, my my wife taught there for a week, right. and, and was just like, "There's no way our kids are going there." Right. And the nearest um, that's right nearest school to that that it isn't the public one is a, is a Catholic one yeah. and you have better chance of getting into that school if your kids are baptized why did they go to the public one what was uh, was it just a bad school um, so lots of like uh, worksheets um, yeah. no like you know how like the co- a cool thing about when you go into a school is like you just see all of the kids recent work, work on all over shit, like yeah, yeah there was none of that that's sad um, yeah and uh, and just kids didn't give I a was fuck public and, school though and look how I turned out well my wife is a public school teacher that's right and my mom um, is too they're both in the same and Kiko is. and uh, and the annoying thing is that like some of our it, biggest listeners are public school teachers if we lived three minutes away we would fall in the catchment zone for the, the, the school that te- she teaches at but instead we fall in line for this shit that's one. crazy so you're doing it for Greater family and also to get into school, but one of them isn't meeting you in the middle, being your grandmother. Yeah, exactly, it's so funny. Well, anyway. should I show it with cigars and in her place? Yeah, definitely. It's a girl. <laughs> Pretend it's just been born. <laughs> Pretend Tilly's like not two almost, and just start stoking up. Just your yeah. birthday soon, isn't it? Yeah, she's she's gonna be. It's like the day of her of the baptism That's is wild. her birthday. Oh, happy birthday! Yeah, it's been her worst birthday ever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll, maybe you should do it in solidarity. What maybe happened on your second birthday, Tilly? Dad got kicked out of a church for, for smoking, smoking his cigars, cigars while he was recording a podcast <laughs> and cursing out his grandma. <laughs> he was, um, yeah, he was he was cosplaying as the the um, the white knight in Hollywood, <laughs> talking porn stars out of doing uh, work. Uh, Angus. Should we just keep keep up with these? Yeah, I was going to uh, say, speaking of porn stars, see this great. Um, this is religious too, actually. This great news article flew around this week that Tom Cruise uh, was completely unaware that porn is on the internet. According to Judd Apatow. You know what? I actually believe it. He seems to me a guy who would like is so far removed from any semblance of reality. He has like one of those like remember early nineties internet when you put a CD and it would be like all gate kept and stuff. It would be like news, sports. I imagine he has like there's like a Scientology version of the internet with that mate. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it, it just blows my mind that he was so unaware. So Which, yeah, Judd Apatow. Celebrity, I'd be like liar. Judd Apatow was on a Tonight Show this week, one of yeah. them, and uh, was talking about when he introduced Seth Rogen to Tom Cruise. Tom wanted to do a comedy, and uh, Tom went Seth to Rogen. Judd Apatow and was like, "I would like to do a comedy." And Seth Rogen wasn't big at the time; it was pre knocked up. And uh, yeah, and it took him thirty seconds to start talking about smoking weed and looking at porn. I mean, and Tom Cruise uh, th- is like, th- "Wait a minute!" Certain things on the world, right? Death taxes and uh, Kevin Smith and yeah. Seth Rogen bringing up big old greenie. <laughs> and t- yeah, Tom Cruise was baffled to learn that you can watch porn on the internet. And he was like, he was either being very polite slash a great actor, or genuinely didn't know because he kept going back to it. He's like, "You mean if I go to a computer right now, um, I'd like to know. I wish I knew there's some things that weren't on the internet, like what." I like what my exes are doing. No, I don't. No, I don't look at that. They're all blocked. Can you um, buy cigars online? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think importing. Does Tom Cruise know that? I hope not. <laughs> the only thing that kills him, that none of the stunts in Mission Impossible is just severe cigar addiction. Um, I've never seen him smoke at a film and I've watched them all recently. I don't think you can even buy like, I don't think you can buy smoking stuff on the internet. Like nope. mainstream internet. Like, yeah, I know you can't get vapes and stuff. Yeah, right. They're all like, because they've got to get a tax on them or something. Hey, you have to be an efficient you know licensed vape seller. Do you know how like, expensive like a vaping thing is? A jewel or a... Uh... Yeah, me and my friend, went, Kiko, went to go buy one once because we thought it'd be funny to walk around smoking and like trying not to get kicked out of venues. Like We thought we were like the chaser or something. Just, <laughs> just doing stunts that no one was watching. And they're like, oh, okay, it's $42 for one vape. And I'm like... No, we'll just buy cigars again. 
before the like vaping uh, tobacco or vaping uh, nicotine is that was a thing. Now? I don't know. No, I, I think, think that's there, there are guarantee, you can you can get there are vaping sellers you right. just, that you can't. You can't display what you that's sell right. from your window. So yeah, yeah, that's why you got to go ask them and be like, "Have you got this?" Yeah, it's weird, weird rules. But and uh, all of these like city um, convenience stores—they're the one. They're like a vapor's paradise. But I used to vape weed. Oh, like old, like when you put the wax in. The resin, yeah, from the. Yeah, I when, tried when that I, once in San Francisco, obviously. <laughs> 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 when I was, uh, uh, yeah, doing my Harvey Milk tour, <laughs> but no, I, I remember I was in like a forest and like someone gave it to me. Which is, um, I was in a cabin in the woods and they're like, try this. And we're playing like Halo on a TV, like the size of this. And they're all like startup tech dudes. Angus just pointed to a very big screen. It was like a shitty episode of Silicon Valley. Yeah. How were you at Halo? There's no real shitty episodes, but now we have to say the like TJ Miller ones don't watch. I haven't watched the latest season of Silicon Valley. So they knew, they must have known he was a dirtbag because like he left so unceremoniously. No, no, he he said it was time. There's amazing interviews about it before. But I don't think it's that. I think he was forced out. He and Middleditch didn't get on at all. Thomas Middleditch didn't get on at all. Yeah, Richard. Yeah. Who's in the new Godzilla. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Sick. There's a few few of the cast that were really candid about saying they didn't like him, they didn't get along with him. Do you you reckon then he was forced out then? Like suggest like basically like you... Just made so unwelcome that he's like, guys, I'm deciding to leave. I think he, I think he brings that shit on himself. He's coming here soon. Are we going to get him on the pod? God, it's so weird. Yeah, Should he, we get on a train and get who, drunk with him? Who and is start tone calling? deaf enough to tour TJ Miller in Australia? Oh, the same people who put on sticky feet. Like it is Australia. Like we are <laughs> the geniuses who brought you every festival this year that includes sticky fingers. Yeah, like it's pretty tone deaf. Yeah, it's dumb as hell. Like he, he's like the, the scandalous. Comedian this year It was Aziz Ansari last year uh, this is a bit on a, He's on a very different level no, That's what I mean But it was a name outrage. That everyone knew Like TJ Miller's like the, There's been like four stories Of him being like An absolute dirtbag Yeah and the bomb That one on shit. the train Is yeah, crazy Getting drunk insane. And calling a woman No the FBI And being like There was a woman here Or probably because She didn't touch his dick Or something <laughs> Seriously It's so fucked up And he lied He was like In the end he admitted He wasn't even on the train Or something He's insane Anyway, yeah, can't wait for that. He show. looks like my friend Kiko as well, Little which bit. is hilarious. Yeah, he would never be a principal. Look, I would rather be seen with TJ Miller <laughs> on a Friday night than Kiko. <laughs> so if you see me and TJ Miller this Friday, just walk the other way for your own safety. Um, Angus, we are going to be talking about things that we would normally talk about on this great podcast. I'm liking this one. This is like free association. I mean, we're 20, 20, 20 minutes, minutes in. Free, that's so. This is good. This is why this is I, jazz. I, this is I the like jazz this. episode. This is the best. This is pinnacle. Hey, fam. Um, oh, but yeah. uh, I think we could do a, a video game catch up We haven't yeah. talked about games on the podcast for a while I'm still uh, playing God of War yeah, And so I'm playing a bit of Octopath But I'm just wanting to nail God of War You know my Yes, yeah, so, well, so like a month ago A little less than a month ago You um, had gotten up to the last mission Yes, just before you came over actually You and were you like, were where like, are you up to? You were like, it's pretty good It's not. It's definitely not a 10 out of 10 game Yeah but, You know, I, I like it But And there was some hesitation there Because I was like I came to it late And I remember being away it's one of those things where you miss the moment. Like I miss. There's this clip of me talking about where I'm like, you miss the memes, you miss everything, you miss all of the like when a movie comes out or like a f- game or something, and everyone takes on the over the uh, yeah. for a week. It's part of that. Um, the ether. And I miss that. And then so I kind of played the game, and I was I just saw everyone being like, ten out of ten, ten out of ten. I'm like, it's good. It's like eight or nine out of ten. Um, but then you were like, have you even like maxed out your XP or use your like points and I'm done, like, oh no, I haven't done the side missions. And then I realized, yeah, that like it's not if, very good if, at that. If you've predominantly used your PS4 to play games like Uncharted, um, and like the Naughty Last Dog, of Last of Us, like those very linear games, 
God of War is totally a game that actually like guides you to play the, that that it, play yeah. it like that as well. I even think there was a playing style you could pick. Remember the style you can pick three, and one of them is like mainly the cutscenes, like, and it was that. Right. I think. I think there's a low, and that's a low difficulty setting. I'm not gonna do that too. I think, but yeah, yeah, um, but. For me, like the the best part of that game is exploring beyond. I found all the, of the menus pretty shitty and the map, like um, the compass shitty. And but the you map, worked that out though, yeah. Pardon? I like the map. I didn't like the map that much. I didn't like the fact that you could rotate it like based on where you were. And I found one thing, and this was a frustration with, I guess, coming off a game like Zelda, where you could like jump off any ledge, climb up it. I just hated the like you'd be stuck 30 centimetres. If you're on a, a bit of land that's maybe half a metre higher than the bottom land, you have to go around and climb an elaborate ropes course to get right. that 30 centimetres down. And I think it's unfair because I get that's a style of game and that's mm-hmm. a completely acceptable part of um, gaming. But I was just frustrated that it was this like fake open world a lot of the time. Right. And then I was like, I just want to walk there. But I had to go off and literally jump over like four ledges, sure, yeah, yeah. climb down a rope thing. And just, it was so elaborate when I just, I, that was one thing that irked me in the map. Working with an open world map but not being able to get to places in an open world map frustrated me a bit to the sure. point where I had to, this sounds so lame, I had to use a walkthrough a few times to be like, try to do a, a, a side mission and it'd be like, go here. And for the life of me, I couldn't figure out, I, on the map, I was physically getting next to it. Sometimes it was the witch's house and it'd be like, in, in game, 100 meters next to the witch's house, but you just couldn't get there because there was like a wall, invisible wall. So I'd have to go back to the lake, go around the most elaborate way and use levels and the elevated thing. And I was just like, it's not really open world. Yeah. And that's fine. But I just had frustrations with the map and being like, go here. And then being like, I can't because... It actually reminded me, like, you know, to keep it in the Zelda sphere, it reminded me a lot of the way that, like, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask yep, are, very those Zelda are open errors. world without actually being open world. Yeah, where you go into a temple and have exploring there. But, yeah, it was very that era. And it's unfair to compare it to, like, a Zelda game, but having that weird open world where we were taught, like, oh, you can climb over that mountain if you want to get to an area. Yeah. For me, enough time has passed since Breath of the Wild. I could probably go back and play Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. And I wouldn't be like, oh, I can't do all the things that I liked doing in uh, in Breath of the Wild anymore. Yeah, like, same. I think I could definitely go back to that game. I just found the menu and a bit hard for me, and maybe I'm just a stupid piece of shit. But <laughs> I found the like menu and like the the um, the like adding the talons and stuff. What are they, the to- what are they called? The yeah, like I mean, like basically, you really have to learn a lot of the systems. Uh, with, yeah, like, and it, it seems simple at first, and then you're like, the, like in order to level your armor up and then like to spend your XP on... It's like like RPG without being an RPG. It's almost unnecessarily complex if you want it to be. Yeah, but I I really did. I really got into it and I tried to max out my armor as high as I could. I'm trying to, but I'm just like, I can't get into it. That part of it. That part of it. But the rest of it, so like the update is that you... um, I I told you don't finish the game. Yeah, and I've been doing all the dwarf side missions and stuff. I said to try and free some dragons because yeah, for me that was that, now. that was the best part of the game for me where I was just like I could not get well, enough. Well, it's the first of that part game. that doesn't look dark and grey, which is nice. Like I love the game, trust me, but a lot of it is um, this is pretty morbid looking game, and I get it. It's Nordic mythology, yeah. Um, like but mid, this area mid, is like Midgard's nice. completely devoid of people. Yeah. yeah, is there a reason for that? Which well, yeah, it's the, it's the, it's Ragnarok. So so Ragnarok's happened, has it? Uh, or it's, you know, the, the, the days toward Ragnarok. Maybe I didn't pay attention to any of the movies or something. Have they said that in the game? Uh, they've mentioned Ragnarok a few times, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I find it, yeah. I must be really stupid. I found <laughs> the game hard to follow as well. I don't know. I guess I am pretty dumb. Um, maybe with just this game. But I'm also, I'm cheating on that game with 
Octopath, and I too, like I saw you say uh, the other day, we got four characters. Yeah, yeah, Deep. yeah. I'm the same. But um, are you enjoying God of War? Would yeah, you I would like to finish it within the next two playthroughs just yeah, to sweet. get it done. Yeah, because cool. I'm liking it, but. I, I, I like it a lot and it's great but I don't think I love it okay which is I can't say I love it because I haven't had that moment yet yeah sure maybe yeah. it'll come like I think Uncharted 4 kills it I think Last of Us kills it I, I find I've, I found those games much more I like it I like, I like God of War more than both of those games yeah I don't yeah I don't know I don't I think it's like my favourite PlayStation 4 game ever uh, yeah, that's like, crazy. That's that's very much makes sense though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, it really took over my life for that for, I for the month that, that I played it. I, yeah. think, I don't know if it's because I was out of the bubble either. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I, th- I think you, you have got a. De- I dedicated like entire days to playing it. Which yeah, is possibly. I don't know. Yeah, I, I have. I just haven't had that love moment yet. Like a lot of it has been a bit chory. Sure. Yeah, but uh, the back to the earlier point though, it is funny that like. There are a lot of people that have played it like a Naughty Dog game, and that have yeah. like missed so much extra, extra. It doesn't extra tell levels you. That extra you really have to, di- and it sounds bad, but you really ha- like compared to think of uh, Breath of the Wilds. Like, I don't know their menu system, even which mission you had tracking was so much easier. I find this map's just full of so many icons at any given time, which don't mean a much. I think it's the, the the map's definitely not cluttered, but I think it, oh, maybe the, na- I the just, navigation can be a bit like yeah. obtuse, I guess, because there are very exact routes that you can that you have to take to get to certain the places the exact routes is what kills me and I think yeah. I went into it before where like you're, you're pulling up to like a shore but you can't park on the shore but there's no difference graphically between it and a shore you can right. park your boat on and I'm just finding those little things are stopping you gotta me gotta look for those little it. white flags on the map that already has 200 no 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 on, where like it, you can only pull your pull your uh, boat yeah, up yeah, to yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no look, it is a great game I'd give it like 8 okay. to 9 yeah. hopefully more the more I go on I, there's still like there's still a lot of post game content that I have. I didn't I didn't end up beating all of the Valkyries and I could go back and do it at some point. I, there's still a lot of Niflheim I need to go and do. Yeah, there's some fucking tough challenges in that game if you're looking. I've for unlocked it. some of the realms. It's like the challenge realm and stuff. They're fun, like they're brutal, but they're really fun. Yeah, and you get that's where you get the best armor. Right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I should go do one before I finish the game. Oh no. No, you should. Hell yeah, it's before fun. Before I finish it's, it, it's really really good. Like I, I, I've I've probably put like 40, 50 hours into that game. Yeah, wow. Uh, it's great. I'll probably put 20 in. Yeah, it's a, it's a really, really good game. Yeah. Um, Maybe I will learn to love it like a relative you don't like. <laughs> I like it. No, don't get me wrong. I do like it. I just have... Uh, I just... Uh, I, I'm yet to have another Metal Gear 5 moment. I love that game too much on right, PS4. Right, sure. But I mean, that game was like so flawed as well. But I guess like the gameplay hook... The gameplay was just the best. Yeah. You could do anything. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was like Breath of the Wild open world. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you could do but, what you wanted. Yeah, for me, like that, I, 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 I appreciated that game in spite of it being a game that didn't appeal to me, yeah. or I was just bad at basically. Like, yeah, I just, I, I maybe I that's th- me with God of War. Like, I'm not great at it, right? Admittedly, if I went, yeah, I, I like a, a combat heavy game like God of War is extremely for me. I was more into like the stealth and well, hiding yeah, the and stealth is people. just like fuck that. No, <laughs> you know, you're Thor and I'm Loki. That's how it works. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bronze. Uh, blonde goddess. Yeah, and you're a fucking snake. I'm I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead, bitch. Uh, so you mentioned Octopath Traveler. Yeah, um, we which both is got that, but you only you you got the fuck off edition. I, I got the fuck off edition. I only started it this week. Um, when it, Are you when glad it, you got the edition though? Yeah, the, yeah. The, I, I love dumbass like things that like you know were only available for a small amount of time. Yeah. Re- related to something that I'm not sure if I'm even gonna like, but. Uh, if you're gonna what? If I wasn't, you know, I got it not knowing if oh, it was Octopath Traveler was, was even, even going to be a good a game. Punt. But it's like a pop-up book, 
Yeah, it suits the aesthetic of the game. I want to look at it. I'll come look at it next week. I haven't gotten that many special editions of, of video games. I got the Cave Story one, which is a lot smaller, but like, you oh, know, yeah. you got like a kind of cool keychain. I think the only one I got was like the Mario Maker, and that came with a book and like a Mario Amiibo. Oh, yeah, that was cool, that edition. Did you, you, didn't, you didn't get the Breath of the Wild one with the Master Sword? No. No, I got that. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with the Master That's Sword. That's what I mean. The video game stuff is. <laughs> 99% of the time garish yeah really it's just like really tacky and like well, is this the first instance of you mis- mispronouncing a oh, name garish that- garish yeah. yeah it's incredibly garish like <laughs> it's not nice I mean I saw the last Guardian one and that was kind of nice but even then I was like it's just like a sad animal oh that game sucks too so I'm still gonna I'm gonna play it I'll lend it to you I've got it oh yeah sweet cool. no, yeah, I just didn't get around to playing it I play like it was that, that's the most fr- the, the, I've the, heard the, the camera fucking no the camera oh, the camera, camera gave me the shits so bad and also yeah. the dog was fucking unresponsive um, that sucks I wanted we, to love that we, at least so it was bad. cute looking it's cuter than a little redhead boy yeah. um, cuter than what? a little redhead boy like the son in um, God of War oh, I love Atreus it's alright he's a little shit I think when he got moody and he's like oh, I hate stuff you yeah, know but I, mean? I love that and then he comes, comes he had puberty circle. for two minutes then stopped <laughs> it's so weird the puberty side mission uh, but uh, yeah, Octopath Traveler um, is a JRPG that Square put out exclusively to Nintendo Switch. Um, I, it came out a couple of weeks ago and got really amazing reviews, save for like... We've got mixed reviews. We'll go, uh, Octopath, uh, a lot of people were like, damn it, it's a 16-bit RPG. And on the other end, people were like, damn it, it's a 16-bit RPG. Like the happy version. Yeah, Kotaku gave it a pretty like uh, negative Brutal. review. Donkey gave it a pretty bad review. Yeah. Um, but IGN gave it a higher review, but... Yeah, this water is wet. <laughs> the um, but yeah, I, I so I was kind of like trepidatious towards getting into it because I'd read so many criticisms of it. It was By mixed. The time wasn't I got it? People that really liked it. It was like well, it was okay. Yeah, in the lead up to it, it was all positive. Um, yeah, because it was mostly Japanese places reviewing it. Yeah, first. Famitsu gave their usual nine out of ten, like nine, 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 ten or yeah. something. Yeah, um, but. Uh, all of the criticisms of it, I was like, oh, it just kind of sounds like you're kind of generically criticizing a JRPG, JRPG. like especially a 16-bit throwback one where it's like. Yeah. Like the story sucks. I mean, like yes, that on one hand it is a valid criticism of a video game, but for me, like it's not really a valid criticism of a JRPG because no, I've, I've, you know. I think people too also cling tightly. There's that nostalgia thing where they're like, you know, Chrono Trigger did have a better story, but it wasn't that great. Like you know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's it's not the epic storytelling. And like, I, I forget what I was reading, but there was a great maybe it was a Kotaku review, but there was a piece that was like. You know, these 16-bit JRPG games, they were so limited by the hardware and software that they told these epic stories. It was by text. And at the time, they were like crazy cinematic and deep. But now when you play a game from then, it's very much like a hit A to keep the text bubble moving. Yeah, totally. And they are a um, product of their time for sure. And I think maybe then it was, you know, better storytelling, but it hasn't aged that well, I think. I mean, come at me. I don't care. I think that the... um that people are being particularly critical of Octopath Traveler's story because of the dialogue being, let's say the voice acting being very, oh yeah, some of it's very corny. Bad. Just it completely amplifies the corniness of it all. But I th- there's part of it that I kind of enjoy how trite it is. Like, I don't think the story Who did you pick first? Um, I did Primrose because that was the character I did in the demo. Who's Primrose? She's the dancer. Oh yeah, I haven't got her yet. And you can use her to allure other people to, to like fight alongside you. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've kind of got that with a hunter where you can trap the enemies and use them as Oh, like, that's Pokemon. awesome. Fucking awesome. You, I have a list of like, when if you're fighting a monster, you can like knock it down to a certain level and then go to like some uh, capture monster and it'll be like success rate 100 if you've beaten it enough and then you've got it and you can use it like anywhere between two to six times. Yeah, that's, a, that's almost identical to yeah. her Allure skill. Yeah. So, uh, except she like, you know... Uh, shakes her tits around or something. Or like, you know... It, it, 
apparently in, she has in, the best through story. text through text she does apparently yeah i like her story yeah. like you know it's still i started with the most fucking annoying one who's cool the hunter but she's it's all ye olde english speak oh yeah and it's just like like shitty shakespearean yeah and then like, the second person i got and it was just because of the location on the map i guess was the one donkey rips into where it's like the, she keeps saying like uh, high priest or something oh, yeah yeah my that lord part was, my uh, yeah, lord that, what was it my lord is that yeah, what yeah fuck yeah, that yeah. was so painful and I've been watching all the movies and not skipping them not the movies but like the intro part yeah I, I, I it's you can you don't need to listen to all of the dialogue you can kind of skim through the text pretty easily yeah. but like I don't find, think the stories are abominable who have you got uh, I've got Primrose I've got uh, the apothecary dude um, which one's that uh, he starts with the name starts with an A. Have you noticed all the names? All the, the yes, first letters. Yes, Octopath. Octopath. Um, I have the Warrior. Who's the Warrior? The Knight or something? He's, he's one of the O the O names. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, and he has like a big sword. Hell yeah! And then uh, I just got a fucking priest, or the cleric, or something like that. I the girl? Remember. No, the dude. Oh, so we've yeah. got completely different. Yeah, ones. yeah, I think we started at different different parts of the map. So I've got the warrior, the, this chick who like has a giant cat with her. Okay, sick. Um, is, that, is that who you chose first? Because they yeah. had a cat. Yeah, yeah. The the cleric. You have to always see yourself in some way through yeah. video games. I'm a, I'm a female warrior with a cat. Then I got the like. The priestess or whatever, the cleric, I guess you could call her. Yep. She's she's pretty boring. <laughs> I um, just got up to her. Her story was pretty boring. Was, yeah. Um, she's like adopted or something by the priest or something. Then I've got... Is that Ophelia? Is that her name? Yeah. yeah. I think that's where I'm up to, yeah. Then I've got uh, this librarian dude. Yep. Who He's funny, special power is like... It's so funny. He like... He's pretty like... Um, what's the word? Uh, he's pretty like proper and he'll be like... And he like judges people quickly, and he, there's a chance he's special, uh, successfully like whether or not you offend them. Right. So weird. The apothecary it's dude. I, I really want the thief. I haven't got the yeah, thief. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to try and get him next. Uh, but the apothecary dude is like, I think like in love with like another dude. Hell yeah. That he grew up with. That rules. Um, 
Well, at least, or or just you know that there is that like there's that very affectionate male friendship stuff in JRPGs. Hell yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'm just reading him. Um, and then I just got a merchant. This girl who sells fish. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, she's sick. She just sells fish instead of fighting them. I haven't got it. I'm halfway through her like intro at the moment, but I've literally spent 12 minutes buying fish. <laughs> <laughs> that was my like introduction to her, where her parents were like go and get fish for today, and I walked to um. A fishmonger And then bought fish I love how different The stories are Like yeah. Even in spite of them Not really being that gripping I like that Like you have like You know The, the dancers It's an interesting approach Isn't it Where you can jump around The dancer's father Is murdered And then like She spends her entire life Growing up as a dancer In the hopes of One day finding The three men Who killed her father um, That's a cool story And it's like a, You know She's driven by revenge But then you meet The apothecary guy And he's like Oh, my friend's sister got bitten by a snake and I need to go find the snake to get his venom. <laughs> That's so low stakes. There's no need. This guy needs to join. Every, like that girl's going to die because she's going to be joining a other seven person party. And people are being critical of the fact that the stories don't really inter- overlap. I don't need them to. I, don't, I, don't, I think that would overcomplicate things. What I'm taking things. the game like... That was, that, that's when you get into Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts territory. How hard would it have been though like to link up the second character you get, like, change the story based yeah. on, like, the number. Like, because People always say that that's what they want from a gaming experience. I don't. I want them... Like that said, I haven't really gotten that through this because the stories are still not that good. But I would much rather they work on a game that the story's the same, but the it's really sick, good story. Right? Yeah, to get to that shit. That's, yeah, that's, why, I'm, that's why I'm That's why you it. play these games. Fuck, man. The combat system it's for really a turn-based combat game is so great. Yeah, the break With system. Stack- and stacking up the chains yeah. of, like, you know... Repeating. Oh my god, it's so good when you, get, when you hit them with four, you work out their weakness, and then you hit them with it four times. It's so good. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I think it, yeah, I, a lot of people have been saying, like, how good would it be if they remade um, the, you know, the, mo- the early first Final six Fantasy Final six Fantasy games. In this style. But, like, kept the story and, and visuals, like, maybe updated the visuals to the same level of Octopath Traveler, which is this beautiful, like, it's gorgeous. 16 like bit with, like, amazing lighting and, yeah. like, rippling sun and, like, reflective. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's a beautiful looking game. But then kept the battle system from Octopath Traveler as well instead of, like, the kind of, you know, very yeah, simplified turn-based stuff. I like this. It makes you more invested in, like, there is a bigger level of skill as opposed to luck and, and, and grinding. Yeah. So yeah. far, anyway. I like, you know, yeah. I'm only like four hours I don't mind the in. random encounters either. I thought I, I started hating it at first, but now that I'm a bit more powerful, I, I, I like, you know, you They're go fun. out seeking it out. I'm getting some fucked up villains. One was like this, this insect that kept like healing people or something. Or right. A cat. Okay, cool. So weird. Oh, look, look, cats in this game. There's a lot of cats where I'm up to, yeah. I like that we've had two different experiences so far. Yeah, totally. And I, I, they're, they're my favorite kind of games where everyone is having... Yeah, it's like, like that, that's why I liked um, uh, Hollow Knight so much. Is everyone that, like, had a everyone like doesn't because it's so it's just not linear at all. It's such a gorgeous like, looking game too. Octopath, it's like gorgeous. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I, I like that everyone's playing nice menus, different stuff. Oh, great font, <laughs> great font. Yeah, uh, just some really hilarious voice acting, which is good. I love a shitty Japanese translated. I wish acting. we could watch it with uh, well. the uh, with subs, not dubs. Can you? You can change the language to really? Japanese. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I'm gonna do that and see if that, yeah, that, that makes it more fun. Does it make it less? Uh, yeah. Because someone like so. I mean, we, we can get back to video games. Angus, I think we need this is a perfect territory to change. Oh yeah, to Japanese, a beautiful story. Chinese cartoons. <laughs> the best Chinese Our favorite cartoon segment, of them all. Hey famine. Yeah. Uh, many months ago, Angus lent me three USBs containing his most beloved series of all time, which I think I watched 21 years ago. I did as well, but only parts of it, and it didn't. Failed to uh, win me over. Yep. 
Uh, I, I was, was more advanced than you as a teenager. I only liked comedy when I was a teenager. Like, I only liked comedy. Like, and the, the most I would ever branch out would be like Coen Brothers movies, which is still just comedies. Yeah, you're like, uh, I'm going to watch um, Suddenly Susan <laughs> instead of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, so Neon Genesis Evangelion, uh, early to mid 90s. Uh, no, it's like mid to late 90s. Mid to late 90s. Yeah, um, in Australia anyway. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it aired on SBS on Saturday nights. It was 20 years ago. Just after they aired, aired the first season of um, South Park. Yeah, it was in the off season. So I fell in love with South Park and then was like, fuck yeah, what's coming on now? And it was this like, you know, depressing uh, future. I remember seeing the ad for it and it was like the week after South Park season one was done. Was it subs or dubs on SBS back then? Subs, yeah. Remember, it was, that the, it was the opening one. intro. The, from the bit where it gets hectic, the second part, right, where it's like dun, 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 not the like slow intro part, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but when it flashes up all the subliminal images, oh, it wasn't fly me to the moon. <laughs> it wasn't that. No, it was just that second bit, and um, that was the trailer for it. I love that every episode ends with fly me to the moon. So good. And once the later episodes kick in, you get stuck getting remixes. <laughs> but that's such a Japanese thing. Like you go to any like bar there, and they're always playing like jazzy shit. Yeah, totally. Um, so you're eight episodes in, so you're still in the like. It's not your average mecha show, but it's still pretty... Well, I mean, it, it, it isn't your average mecha show, like, almost immediately. Yeah. It's so much more about the people who well, have to pilot so the apprehensive to pilot this thing, which, like, every other show before them was just, like, basically... Give, like, a two-sentence synopsis of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, teenagers are told they have to... Their humanity's only hope to giant what appears to be these giant mechs... Angels. To fight these... Um, well, they have to pilot these giant mechs to defend the world from these... Um, Angels, which are coming to destroy the planet, and they're these giant creatures from uh, somewhere else. And what we know is they keep coming to attack this particular place in Japan. It's almost as if the place has something they want. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, but it's so much crazier than that. Like, one of the pilots is, uh, you know, the, the guy who runs the organization's son. The other one's this, who is she? This weird, mysterious, blue-haired girl with no history. Who's, like, yeah, bandaged up for the first five episodes. So um, you have no idea what's coming, do you? You haven't read any... No, no, oh, I know nothing. I'm going I, 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 I do know one thing that's coming, and that's depression. Oh, yeah, because Anno was depressed while he made it. And I know that the last couple of episodes... Um, set in their head. And also, like... No, I don't, I don't, I don't know that, but I mean, like, the last couple of episodes, uh, the, the, the budget drop is noticeable, apparently. Well, that's why they made the movie, because the last two episodes are what happens in the eventual movie, End of Evangelion, which came out in 98. Right, But sure. it's set in one of the characters' head. Right, Like, okay. conversations with himself. It's, like, 40 minutes of that. And wow. then it'll just say on screen, like, this is happening now. You don't see it. Right. But then it caused a lot of outrage, and eventually they made, like, a two-hour movie showing what happened. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. Which, which you've got to watch that. So watch the last two episodes, but also watch... What should I watch first? No, the last two episodes. Watch okay, your right. TV series, then watch End of Evangelion. This is a really unique and amazing show. And, it's uh, the best. It's I, yeah. the reason why it's been this famous for 20 years. Like I told you when I was in Japan recently, what, like they have a, another shop called GU, I think it's called. It's owned by the Uniqlo company. Yep. But they had a whole Evangelion range. Like I have a Nerve pajama set. <laughs> like it sold out immediately. It happened to be there while I was there. Chloe bought heaps of clothes. There's dedicated Evangelion stores. Like a, my insane. welcome mat that you oh, see. Oh yeah, of course. It's yeah. a Nerve welcome mat. But the and the, the design within the show is it's incredible. Stunning. Obviously, it's like such a well thought out, so fictional unique and great. World. But I love all the logos and stuff like that. There's like, especially because like you know, so ma- so many discussions happen like while they're taking like long escalators through yeah. the facility and I just it's love it's such a like, well thought out show like the world the universe is so realised his, uh, his roommate who is a penguin Pen Pen so fucking Pen Pen good. Forever I have a very cute uh, Pen Pen toy I bought in my recent trip oh really oh yeah. man I, I can finally show you all this stuff that will make sense now <laughs> I have so much Evangelion shit like so much um, so you gave me uh, 
some, uh, some very, very legally acquired... Uh, well, high- I owned them. You, so I was yeah. just digitally backing them up for when uh, yeah. insurance purposes so, in case I was but like, So I've, I've always wanted to get an Evangelion, but it's, it's, you can't just buy it digitally. You have to... It's a problem with anime here. Like you, in Japan too, like everything's hard copies. Yeah. It's very hard to find a lot of anime that isn't streaming. But also this series, like, you know, if, if there was a readily available Blu-ray, I would totally it get it. Is there? No, you can't get it at all. It's been deleted on Mad Men. That's so weird. Uh, you, in the in Japan, you can get the. They just released the HD Blu-ray box set, which is what this rip is from. Right. In Japan, but nowhere else. Right. Nowhere um, else. It's yeah. fucking wild. So, uh, I, I I put the uh, USB into my television, and we start watching the first episode. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and uh, because you can't select the, like you know menus for uh, for video files on your like television, on TV, yeah, or maybe you can on newer ones. It just um it just came up. And it just started playing the, the, the dub version. The dub version is atrocious. George Dub Bush. That's the first version I watched as well. Yeah, all we right. Had. And so... Um, like it's like 30-year-olds being 14. And I was like, oh, no, it's the dub. Fuck. And watching it with my wife and going like, you know what? Like, I don't want to be a fucking psychopath and demand we watch the subs. You be Angus level. H- how like- bad could it be? And like three, we watched like three, four minutes it's, into it's the episode. Okay. It's not one of the worst dubs, but it is obviously not. B goes, hey... Is there like a sub version of this, or have you got to watch with the dubs? And uh, I was like, there is a sub version, and uh, but it's going to be complicated for me to set up. And she was like, oh, okay. And then like a minute passes, she goes, like, she goes, I hate this so much. Can we, can Go we subs. try and watch the sub version? So I ended up uh, loading the USB into my computer, putting it into VLC Media Player, selecting the right audio track, selecting the right subtitle track, then mirroring my. Oh yeah, laptop Airport on it. my on my onto my Apple TV, and that's how we watch it. Yeah, has a tiny lag sometimes, but for the most part, it's pretty bang on. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I can't plug an HDMI into the side of your computer. Uh, oh yeah, I guess I could do just that. Just remove the Apple TV HDMI, put it in your computer, and you just hit play, and there's no. I need to buy an HDMI. No, it's one in is in your Apple TV. Oh what? I can just plug unplug it. Really? Just unplug it. You have an HDMI port on the side of your Mac. Plug it into that, and then Fuck it just yeah. mirrors it one to one. I love getting tips. You just have tech to hit tips. pause. Well, Trust gets v- tech tips. Get the VLC app on your phone. You can use that as remote. Oh, that's unreal. Yeah. Because that's how I had to watch him. Yeah, right. Sick. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, uh, the movie. That's how I had to watch it. End of Evangelion again. Which I have on DVD. It's at my parents' house. Man, it's a really, really amazing show. Yeah, the music's amazing. It feels the- dumb, like, recommending everyone to watch it because, like, literally, if you want to watch it, you'd have to pay an insane amount of money to import an old DVD or a new I've got the box set for me, um, or, or you have to just uh, illegally acquire it. But, uh, man, I, I, I feel like I'm, uh, you know, really ticking a massive thing off my uh, It's my so unique. List. It's one I of the most, this. you know, it's, it's, it's a very special show. It's very post... It's like post... Malone. Post Malone. Congratulations. That's all I want to say to all of you. Uh, that's actually a joke that you all know soon. Congratulations is a big Evangelion reference. Oh, cool. It's not Can't the post wait. Malone song. Just the phrase. But, uh, yeah, it's such a, you know, came... It's like a critical, post-critical anime or something. It, it's, crit- it's like a p- critical analysis of the anime almost. Like yeah. These, it's questioning like a lot of reasons to why anime is anime as well. It's, it's so clever. Um, it's, it's so unique. And there's a reason why. Yeah, you, like, I was still walking past like a pachinko parlor when I was there like a few months ago. And on the side of a wall of one, it was just a huge illustration of Evangelion. Like Unreal. it's so yeah, big there. So, so big. everyone knows every character. What has the guy done, gone on to do since? The he's rem- So he's made... Um, because there are those Neon Genesis Evangelion, or it's just got Evangelion 1.1 1. 1 or yep. something. So in 2007, I think it was, he yeah. announced, out of the blue, it came out of nowhere, that he was remaking Evangelion, the TV series, as four movies. 
and he's like, uh, he, it was like a public press release. It was huge news. He's like, you know, um, I didn't have the budget and I was suffering ma major depression, but I would like to retell the story now with a larger budget. But it's going to be very different. Right. So he's the only guy I can think of that's really done this. He's retelling the story, but it's completely different. He's slotted in new characters that you've never heard of. You see scenes that you think are familiar, but then there's a character that's not in it who's now a major character with the main gang, and you're like, oh, so it's almost like having a nightmare weird version. Do you like it more or less? Uh, or? No, I don't like it uh, more. I don't like it less yet because it's not complete. There's still one more film to come. Right. But it is very different, and I appreciate the fact there's a guy who's retelling a story... But the argument is that like what made Evangelion so special was those bizarre constraints, the budget, sure. the fact it was on network television need to come out every so often. And he's, you know, I'm not like romanticizing depression, um, but also like how much a depressed oh, wait, person. What his headspace inspired. Yeah, it's yeah. very different. The first one's pretty much the first six episodes, the first movie, but right. much better budget, like beautiful animation. Um, I love the animation already, but... It's so good, but yeah, they really knock it up a notch. Like, it's stunning. Same voice cast, which is amazing. Do they didn't change, like, like the, the triangle... They still get fought by a big triangle at one point, right? They didn't, like, Oh, yeah, it's exactly the they same. They didn't make it an octagon or something. No, 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 no. It just... The animation's <laughs> better. <laughs> that was the only thing they changed. It's like, yeah, we didn't have the budget to make it a dodecahedron. Yeah, and uh, they now use walkie-talkies instead of Evangelions. Yeah. <laughs> the, um... This third one is where it gets different. Like, it just does a time jump of 20 years and you're like, what's going on? Oh, and wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. It's like very different. And so when's the final one of those coming out? It's just started. When I was there, posters were up in the Evangelion store. I bought a mini postcard version. Oh, wow. Um, it should be out in two years. They've advertised. Two years, yeah, Yeah, right. yeah. Okay, and cool. then it's going to be done. But he also made Shin Godzilla. Oh, right. That was him. I didn't know that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, he directed Shin yeah, Godzilla, right, which is his like, uh, amazing film. If yeah. you haven't seen it, it's, one of the, it's very Evangelion. It's like a Godzilla movie, but most of it's set inside meeting rooms like discussing how to take down and like yep. how to shut down power in Japan to combat of course, yeah, very you've, you've told me all this before yeah, yeah. yeah um and he also is the lead voice actor in what was Miyazaki's last film The Wind Rises and is the subject of the documentary where he's like there's only one person I can think of Anno and then he's like but I'm not a voice actor and they're like that's why it's going to work and it's kind of his and Miyazaki's relationship Miyazaki basically forced him to read for this role that he didn't really want and he was the lead voice actor in The Wind Rises Whoa. he's done a lot of other stuff too like he was a director beforehand he helped out on like Mouseker is an animator. But he's kind of a protege of Miyazaki. But I'd say his mainstream stuff is Evangelion and Shin Godzilla. Yeah. Okay, that's unreal. He's a, a goat. He's amazing. So much good stuff to, yeah, to, but, to, to um, take in. Yeah, let me know when, you've, when you get up to a certain thing and I'll be like, oh, watch this movie. And then we're like, yeah, I've got all of the Evangelion films. It's like, yeah, it's like 26 episodes of this yep. first season. And the end of Evangelion. Yep. Don't watch Death and Rebirth. What that is was a movie they made beforehand, which is... The series summarized in 90 minutes, literally just summarized, oh. and the first half of the end of Evangelion. Oh, and then it's right. like coming back to the cinema and watch the end of it. Oh, right, So sure. you can skip that entirely because you would have okay, watched yeah, sure, the series. Yeah. Um, and then just watch end of Evangelion. Then when you want to revisit it with, um, I'd say go straight into it, one, two, and three. Yeah, cool. All right, that sounds really, It's very really different. Yeah. Like there are, yeah, there's a character which he always regretted not introducing earlier who comes in right at the end of the series which means like they obviously aren't around for long. So that character's brought in at the start. Mm -hmm. Some characters' arcs are swapped. Like a particular character will take another character's arc. And there's another pilot, just a pilot that isn't in the other one at all. It's yeah, interesting. Right. It's yeah, really, cool. I can't really think of anybody else on this scale retelling their own story, but doing it very differently. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah, cool. I'm looking forward but to it. But it also suits Evangelion like amazingly. The music is still really good oh, it's too. It's the same composer. Oh, great. It's, it's all the same crew. Like, it's the same, same voice, voice actors. Yeah, wow, yeah. wild. It's very, that's what I mean. It's very strange. Like, I can't think of... Can you think of another instance of someone doing that? No. 
Uh. It's almost like this guy is so cursed by his one thing, which is Evangelion, that he can't help but make... You know what I mean? It's yeah, his thing. Totally. He's locked in. And even he wrote this beautiful press release recently um, for the last time. They announced this new one and he's just like, every time I make Evangelion, I lose a lot of myself. <laughs> like it hurts. It pains me to make it. It's such a therapeutic thing. Yeah. But now I'm sorry. I, and he did like a public press release apologizing for how long the newest film that's about to get made has taken. Oh, really? He's like, I'm very sorry it's taken so long, but I lose a lot of myself and, it's, and it pains me to make Evangelion, but I promise you I will finish this series. Like, <laughs> he just did it. It was like a few months ago. He's insane. He's so emotional and I love it. I He's Shinji. Stay tuned for me to uh, continue to allow Angus to talk to about Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, I guess I need to force something on him at some point soon. Well, I've got to watch Venture Brothers. Oh, that's true. That's definitely my Evangelion. Oh, there's not a theme park dedicated to that somewhere in the world, though. No. Yet. The, the American people have not rallied behind it in the way that Japan have. That's coming back this month. Venture Brothers uh, season Maybe fucking it's time I watch it. seven or eight Yeah, is, uh, is, is coming out this month, which is yeah, super wow. exciting. Um, Angus, we've got to go pretty soon. But yeah, go pro. We have a Patreon uh, group, a special Facebook group. Oh, um, we do. And uh, it's available if you become a supporter of HeyFam. Yeah, you go um, to patreon.com slash HeyFam. Yep, and uh, you know if you, if you sign up there, you get access to a whole bunch of extra um, uh, episodes that we've recorded, our radio show, HeyFam, and some commentaries and weird stuff that we've done in the past. Um, but... What, what I'm really enjoying right now is that we, uh, we, we last year we, we decided to make a, a HeyFam chat yeah. and uh, it became enormous with like 60-something people uh, contributing to it. If you two minutes of it, you'd miss 20 years worth of content. So we migrated it to like a Facebook group and uh, look, if you are someone that listens to Serious Issues and has been to like the Serious Issues Facebook group or if maybe you're part of the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates group, which are both groups that I've started on Facebook that have an insane amount of members, you know how much care I like to put into making sure everyone feels welcome. Yeah, and it's great. That, it's uh, fun. You know, that the conversation stays as... I'm I mean, like outperforming you for once. Yeah. Well, so the HeyFam Patreon group is, uh, is really it's fucking like, awesome. Um, and I'm doing lots of... We're doing lots of fun things to kind of make it feel like a really good community. Yeah. And uh, something that I did last week that I'm going to try and do every week to welcome new members is an official questionnaire. And it's so oh, yeah. <laughs> we keep we keep getting to know each other. Oh shit! This was good. This got political. I <laughs> played a podcast. little dirty. Uh, through, so like through every every week, I'm gonna like put ten questions. Maybe Angus will do it one week. Yeah, just for ten sure. ten varied questions. They can be about pop culture. They can be about where you're from. Uh, just different things. Uh, I'll just go through all the questions from last week. And yeah, I'll, maybe you can answer these questions to yourself right now, and then go. Boy, I wish there was a place I could share them. Uh, so I started out with where are you from, uh, and I just want to let everyone know that the. Uh, we had like 60 something people answer maybe yeah between 50 and 60 people answer the questionnaire which is pretty good for like the first time yeah, in your Facebook man, group yeah the, the response was huge was huge um, and uh, yeah the overwhelming response well not really overwhelming but the majority of people were for, we had 15 people say they were from Sydney uh, the two yeah. of us included oh um, wow these are the stats are they is this the I, census just, just a few stats I, I kept um, there's hey, very, one very important stat coming up I asked <laughs> what, what's your favourite Disney movie um, and you know that was as varied as you can imagine. Some people going animated, some people going Pixar, yeah. some people going Star Wars, Marvel. Um, the next one was, which HeyFam host do you generally agree with more? This is where things got interesting. Well, I mean, I said that because like you can, it, it's not really about a popularity contest. It is, oh, I, it is. I, <laughs> it absolutely is. Well, I know. They, it, but if I wanted it to be that, I would have said, which HeyFam host I think you did you like it, but more? I think that no, there's only I, one way to take there that. There are some podcasts where I don't, like the person that I agree with more. Like I listen to comic book podcasts where like the guy with a more similar opinion to me, I don't like his personality as much as it's the other It's a popularity ones. contest though, All right. whether you like it or not. Same as uh, any uh, any vote about between two people, be it an election, be it a 
class president, be it a like housemate thing, like if you're trying to pick between two people. Yeah. It's a popularity contest. So for it's the most no part, the most the, the most common answer was uh, not answering that question. Well, like people were being very funny, saying, saying your son, saying and 50, you 50, let yeah. that one. Archie got a few few in. Uh, 50, that, there were some donkey votes is what I want to say. A lot of people said 50, 50% or some people said I don't agree with either of them. Um, yeah, what are you doing? Give me your money, but go away. But Angus, uh, you got hurt at one point. Well, I was counting them up and there was eight that liked, no, nine that liked me. And there was 21 that liked you. And you were like, it's going pretty fair. And I'm like, uh, it's not. <laughs> when you said it's going fair to me, I checked it. And it was literally it was- nine for me and it was more than double for you. Well, I, I did a final count. And I, I may have fucked up because I did it on my phone, but the final count was 17, Angus. Yeah. Because you got a lot of sympathy votes. Well, after, I was just like, spat. I, I just got angry. I was like, I don't care about you guys. <laughs> I just started being rude. I, I studied a very recent election. I won't say which one, but I was <laughs> taking down notes of tactics and I just started being a prick. You called me a nasty woman. Yeah, I grabbed you on the pussy. <laughs> I got 20. So and how many did I get? 17. Oh, so you're happy now? You got your it's popularity pretty, It's pretty close though. Yeah, it's not though. It's like not close. I, I, but I would have thought, yeah, I don't know. I feel like people people probably said, I, I, I talk about video games more maybe. Yeah. So maybe... The, maybe they I talk about smoking at a friend's concert than when you don't smoke together. I reckon more people agree with you about Star Wars stuff than they yeah. do me. Look, you won and it was obvious. You are the most popular one. You hang out with these people IRL. You're very nice to them. You were just bragging about how you do it more than me in the new group. No, you like you. You are nicer to them. Oh right. You're nicer to our fans. You've got way more social skills than me. <laughs> you do, and you're like very patient. But it's about agreeing with. with, with it's not about popularity. No, but they weren't thinking if that. If you want, they Angus. were like, "Oh, Levens was nice to me that one time." Okay, well, how Angus about- didn't respond to my message or blocked me. <laughs> Should we do? Who do you like more? No, because you're going to win again. If you need this every week, we can figure out a way for you to get people to say you're nice. Like it doesn't have to. Be, I just don't. don't. Just don't include me in okay, it. Okay, I'll try. I'll try and figure out a way. I thought. I, I thought it was an interesting question. I don't. <laughs> I don't think there's anything interesting. Well, about I think it. you find that 20 people agree with me that it was an interesting question. Yeah, the real ones. <laughs> yeah, there was some real obvious ones in there. They're like, oh, 11. So I'm like, yeah, obviously, you guys like hang out. <laughs> like. Tommy, Tommy said you. It was the only question he answered. It's the only time he's ever committed to something. I think um, you could see a fellow brother again. <laughs> Imagine if they were like Carl or Tommy. I mean, you know, you just don't do that. Who do you agree with? I reckon. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it is like. I don't agree with either of them. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, who? What is your favorite cocktail? Um, a lot. Surprisingly, a lot of people don't drink. Yeah, I think I didn't realize so many kids listen to our show. <laughs> or Americans. Um, where was the last place you took a holiday? What was the last? What was the first podcast you ever listened to? Someone had Greenlight Boys in there. Yeah. And I want to say. Very nice. <laughs> in a poor um, voice. Hypothetically, if you lost your virginity, would you tell yeah. your friends first or would you tell a podcast chat group filled with people you've never met? A lot of people said the latter. Yeah. And, then, and that's the right answer. It's the only answer. We're hazing you. No. <laughs> Who is your go-to character in Super Smash Brothers? That was a great question. A lot of people said Link. And yeah. Kirby was the winner. Kirby, Kirby was the winner. Clear winner. I think I said Fox. I don't even... I couldn't even remember my... Wario for me. Wario. Yep. Uh, Wario is an absolute madman. What has been your favorite game of 2018 so far? What one? That one, God of War. No, Hollow Knight one. Oh wow! Um, which is really exciting. If you yeah. want, if you want to hear me talk about Hollow Knight for 45 minutes, you can listen to any of the last few HeyFam episodes. No, I, I, cut I, up. I went, I went on a big rant on the latest, wow. all the small games. Yeah. Well, um, that's like three hours of you talking about Hollow Knight out there. It, I could do another. I could, I could do this all day. And that's why you get Tony. the popular vote. Uh, it's such a fucking good game. I can't wait for you to play it. Yeah. It's, I will. I might ask the fans who I should play more. <laughs> Which is Levens or Hollow Knight. 
<laughs> who, do, who should host Hey Fam or Hollow Knight or Angus? Who should be what? the next host? And I just put it on and yeah. like put, put a microphone next to the speakers. And their answer's still Levens. It is like Levens is the best. If you could choose any person in the world to be a guest on Hey Fam, who would it be? Jonah Hill got a few. Jonah Hill, Zack Snyder got a few. Yeah. Kevin Smith got a few. Yeah, they're all good answers. Yeah, definitely. I would, I would have all those three. A lot of people said like themselves. Three directors, two of them are terrible, That's the only and one's Jonah answer. Hill. <laughs> oh yeah, Kevin Smith said he's wrote a big project this week, which is a dumb way to finish this episode. Oh no, we're not finishing on that anyway. Oh, we're not? But yeah, but yeah, Kevin Kevin Smith uh, uh, is apparently. Not directing Guardians three, thankfully. Yeah, that's whatever. He wrote this presumed. dumb, vague tweet. It was like when someone it was the most. He said it was was the, that shit Facebook post where they're like something big's happened, mm, but I can't, I can't say anything. He was literally doing that. Yeah, such a basic bitch. Now he's lost weight. He's yeah. being like, he's going for all the normcore. Like he stopped tweeting about his wife's yummy taint, and now he's <laughs> now he's just being annoying. Now that he saved one porn star, he's literally going to tweet next. Um, who do you, who's the better fat man on Batman host? The black guy or me? <laughs> <laughs> and you watch right That's when he's fully Fully become uh, The most Oh the, hey, Angus Smith. The votes just changed You're on 15 I'm on 22 <laughs> Did you change your votes? <laughs> um, now Tommy's got clout His vote counts for three He's in electoral college Dumb <laughs> um, dumb college But um, yeah if, if you want to get in on the action And uh, answer some answers Answer some questions In a yeah, questionnaire I'm going to come up with 10 That's That cool. doesn't involve Angus anymore No uh, I'm going to make them <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Patreon.com slash HeyFM. <laughs> and we'll be recording an episode of HeyFM next week too. So Patreon.com slash HeyFM. 2008. HeyFM, yeah. 2008. I saw one of the songs I picked at uh, Splendor in the Grass. But I'll just leave it at that. Wow. Well, that, anyway, that, that's next week. Uh, Angus, let's talk about something that happened at the start of this episode. I want yep. you to explain what people heard at the no, start. No, let's, let's not. Let's say you have to come to the HeyFam Patreon group to learn about it. You know, you said the, the agreement was that you would at least give a small amount of context. Um, I think it's bad to explain it. But no, fu- but there's this so weird thing at the weird. moment. There's this guy, you've probably seen him. He's just a fat dude who's white. So he looks like Peter Griffin. He's from like family. very, very big. But yeah, he's very fat. But I think once you reach that stage, like you do resemble Peter Griffin if you've got brown short hair. Now, coupled with like green pants, a white shirt and glasses. He's, he's even, a got, dead even, ringer. Got, even got the same belt buckle as yeah. Peter Griffin. No, he doesn't sound like that IRL. But he puts on a voice. It's pretty. It's a pretty like. It's pretty spot on. Pretty spot on. So now this guy, from what I can see, I've jumped on his YouTube channel and his Facebook page is real, real life, life Peter, Peter Griffin. Griffin. What's just wild about this is this guy's out there using somebody else's IP to become a character. And he goes to Comic Con in character. He goes character. to Comic Con. He was posing with like. He was. He was. I saw him in a promo shot the other day for like a Family Guy mobile game. Like I think they get him for events, <laughs> but he's now he's gone on like a political rant. I'm so, it's great just saying like why racism sucks and it, it does suck, except when it's about fat white dudes. <laughs> no, but he goes on this rant as Peter Griffin, and then he breaks down and just becomes himself. He breaks the the wall or whatever. He's like, okay, guys, seriously, racism's bad. It's just it's so bizarre. It's the most unexpected. He's got like Fortnite videos of him playing Fortnite yeah, yeah, as, as Peter, Peter Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, this guy is wild. Like, like he's slowly becoming my favorite vlogger. Like he's beat, he's close to beating Report of the Week. Like just the balls on this guy to go like, I'm not original enough to come up with my own shit. So I'm going to be a famous fictional character and do it. 
because I'm extremely unhealthy. It's Who's, so amazing. Who do you find you, that you agree with more, uh, Peter Griffin or, <laughs> or real, real life, life Peter, Peter Griffin? Griffin. <laughs> That's our next questionnaire. <laughs> Who would you rather hang out with, though, Peter Griffin or real life? I want to know what makes real life Peter Griffin tick. Like what? Because how funny is it when he does these videos and he would try and use like the Seth MacFarlane like cutaways to gags? Like yeah. he actually incorporates them into his rants. The, the Sean Paul bit. Is yeah. Fucked. Oh my god, it's so bad. And that Nacho Grande thing. Yeah. Yeah, join the Patreon. We can go deep diving. They, he posted one yesterday. He's found a Lois now to his Peter Griffin. Yeah, he wears like this bright oh, orange. It's terrible. Wig. Like yeah. at least he looks like Peter Griffin. Yeah, poor girl. Has I want to. Be I'm, I'm sending in my demo tape. I'm going for the baby. Oh, I sold him Matilda. Huh? Tilly's gonna be Stewie. That's what she's getting baptized. So you shaving her hair? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. She's not actually getting baptized with water. She's getting like. Fuck, yeah, that's so good. They're filming her getting dunked on with nacho cheese. <laughs> And then, and then, and then and she, she turns to the camera. And her first words are racism is bad. Vic, Vic, yeah, victory, victory is mine. Then Don't she say does, the N word. She does the Fortnite, Fortnite dance. dance. <laughs> are, are she gonna? Fo- I, I did. I say it on the podcast or somewhere else where I was at my uncle's 60th recently, and like, it was an adults event, I guess. Not that there was swinging, but it was like people were generally old, and there was like a bunch of kids who they all gravitate together. You know, when you go to a family of course, event, yeah, yeah. and we like, we're like, where are the kids? And we open up a room, and there was like an eight-year-old in there just doing the Fortnite dance while like eight other kids sat around watching him. It was so surreal. I was like this close to calling the police or like a priest for an exorcism. Like it was one of those moments where I was like, I don't understand this. Like I'm fine that I don't get this. The um the deacon who is baptizing my daughter in two weeks. Did he win a battle royale? Made made Fortnite references when he was talking about. No, you're joking. No, I'm not. No, 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 yeah, he was. He was talking about like teenage children because he has them and that like all they want to do is play Fortnite. It's so weird. In in, like his homily. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what a homily is? Uh, No. Uh, like when, when he was talking to the church. Jesus. Yep. It's another reason for me not to step into a church. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then when I went to receive the Eucharist, he dabbed. <laughs> I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I'm loving it. Um, when you had to go for a confession, it was just like, uh, I confess that, um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a Fortnite reference. You confess that you don't play Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you get excommunicated. And, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, did you see today? Speaking I'm, of I'm more of a... More of a uh, PUBG PUBG guy, yeah. Yeah. Um, today there was a uh, news story that Epic Games, who make Fortnite, are offering like a large reward prize, and now parents have started paying people to come and yeah, shoot to their kids. Twenty dollars an hour. To That's like teach Ready Player One play shit, Fortnite. isn't it? Like kid parent? Is that if I'm? I don't because this is Hey Fam. I haven't read it correctly, <laughs> but. That's some like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory shit. Like the Epic Games are offering a f- cash prize. Yeah. And kids are now being like trained by other people to beat this game so they can win money. How is, funny that, is, w- that what's, is that what's happening? How funny would it be if they weren't actually teaching them to play the game. They were just teaching Dab. them how to do the dance. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, come on, Tommy, show us what you've got. It's so foul. I can't believe like, it's just this year. I love it. I think it's like, I, I don't get it and it's not for me, but I think it's cool that like everyone loves this video game. It's fine. I'd rather than like Octopath Traveler. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, niche things exist because yeah. the popular thing does too. Like, I do sound like an old sourpuss. I do get it. Like, I played Fortnite. It's fine. There's it's that hilarious video of those like four kids dancing. It's the so f- fucked. It's, I, I, don't, I don't know. I find it kind of weirdly endearing. But that kid couldn't tell you like the capital of the Czech Republic, but they can tell you. Angus, what's the capital of the Czech Republic? I don't know, but watch this dance that I learned. <laughs> Dabs continuously. <laughs> I told you, I think I've spoken about it too. My mom was just like, she, she's a school teacher and like she had to, she was like, there's this kid in our class and he just dabs and like they had to like, 
like um like get him in trouble because he wouldn't do work. He Stage would just, and intervention. They literally were like, he just dabs. I'd be like, where's your maths homework? He There's just dabs. Amazing. And the cast would laugh and they're just like, mom's like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, this is kid that just dabs. He's become like the dab kid and it's like, it's like that kid who does that flossing dance or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's so weird now how we can latch onto something. Bring back planking. Yeah, at least everyone could do it. Bring back the soldier boy dance. Yeah, make 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 Fortnite soldier boy dance again. You know we didn't did we oh, we did talk about the laffy taffy moment in uh in uh Atlanta season two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bring that bring that into schools. But did we talk about the uh, who you agree more Fortnite dance or Levens? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. Subscribe my channel, Real Life Peter Griffin. <laughs> and most of all, enjoy your morning. Bye. Oh, Fortnite. Do you want to go? Are you, you, yeah, Angus, yeah, Angus is doing the Fortnite. dance. Add me on Fortnite. Um, we are Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill Wyoming. Wyoming. <laughs> I've never, still never played it. Come over and play it with me. I don't, you just it's the only you, Switch game that has voice chat. <laughs> you just said you hated it. I don't hate it. Just but, the dance. Oh, right. Just makes me sad. Oh, but if they were doing the octopath traveler dance, yeah, the what's one that? Where you, you strip and then like coerce people to fight with you. <laughs> Only kids though. <laughs> the warrior is amazing because uh, you can you can just go up to anyone and challenge them to a duel. Oh yeah, like just like Same random. Same with the hunter. You can go up to people. anyone and fight them. Yeah, it's great. And yeah, then, and then just lie down with daisies around their head. <laughs> yeah, the same here. I've got all these knocked like out old, people. Like old women. <laughs> They're getting harder now. Though. They're like thirty percent chance of success. Oh, cool. So I've. I'm still doing it. <laughs> yeah, great. I love how you can go to bars and change your um reputation. Yeah, totally. Fuck, I wish you could do that IRL. <laughs> I'm gonna go to like the Gladstone and be All like, all those times you get Yo, seen with Kiko. Uh, yeah, I'm actually a good guy. <laughs> Take some money. All uh, right, thank you so much for listening. Remember to vote Levens and uh, enjoy your morning. Uh, yes, <laughs> I got nothing. Hey, all kidding aside, I don't think racism is cool. It doesn't have a place in today's society. We're trying to be better as a people. And we'll never do that if we can't get past a stupid thing called racism. It needs to end now. People get hurt every day because of it. And it's unacceptable. It's not acceptable in society. And I'm not down with any of that crap. So if you're down with racism, I'm not down with you. And that's what grinds my gears. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.